I'm Sean Fennessy. I'm Amanda Dobbins. And together we host The Big Picture, the Ringer's film podcast for new releases, career retrospectives, director interviews, movie drafts, top fives, and so much more. Twice a week, we break down the latest releases, argue about whether movies are doomed, and debate our modern film canon. Listen to The Big Picture on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by the new season of Love Island USA, only on Peacock. We got a text. On June 11th, the one and the only Ariana Maddox is hosting a new season of Love Island USA on Peacock. With a new villa, new bombshells, and drama on the daily, this is summer appointment viewing at its finest. Oh, and of course, Scottish sweetie Ian Sterling is on the mic to narrate every moment of the fun. Love Island USA starts Tuesday, June 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern with new episodes six days a week exclusively on Peacock. Visit PeacockTV.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome back to What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Last week, we took a little summer break because I was visiting my best friend, Steven, in New York City for his 40th birthday. And today we'll be talking about something we experienced together while I was there, which is introducing your boo to your friends. I'm nervous. First of all, though, Steven, how's your heart? How's my heart? My heart is it's definitely in a good space. My body is killing me right now. I don't know what is wrong with my body right now. Forty is showing. Yo, I wait, my 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 <laughs> shoulders hurt right now. I don't know That's why so my shoulders hurt. I feel like my heart is in a great space. Um, I'm doing one of my first activations exhibitions on Sunday with a restaurant called Aunt and Uncles. I'm gonna August sixth. August sixth in New yeah, York City. In New York City, I'm showing my family. You know, my aunt, my, my aunts and uncles, you know, how they've um, inspired me throughout the years in mm. photo. And so it's definitely in, in the right place. I say the color would be like chrome, which is different. What? I know. I'm going with a, I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with a chrome what heart. What is going on today? Big chrome hearts energy. I, um, how's my heart today? It's great. I, I'm trying to think of a color. Probably like a green, like a lime green. Nice. It does not live up to Chrome, though. Let me tell you that. <laughs> How was your 40th? I was there, but not there. My 40th was uh, very personal, I would say. I feel like, you know, it was a lot of pressure to do something. Um, just because 40 is always like, you know, do a white party, do a red party, do a party, right? Or do 
go away or, you know, travel, you know, just do a bunch of shit. Like, but I didn't want to do that. I actually wanted to just keep it personal and take care of myself. So I had like this whole dope, dope ass, like a uh, self-care day. Got my nails done, got a facial, got a haircut, got a massage, bought my own cake and went to my dinner by myself. Very, mm. very healthy. Very good for me. I did not know about the cake part. That's mm. nice. Yep. So I, I literally celebrated myself. Um, I felt good. So as I kind of like briefly shared, I introduced my boyfriend to you and other friends while we were in New York. Mm -hmm. E-money bags. Yes. And I was, we'll just keep that as his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about it offline, right? So I think it went really well. We spent, well, as far as like us, we spent us three time together at like the comfort of your own apartment. And then y'all hung out together, which I didn't expect, but was very much appreciated because that was you and him making an effort to get to know each other more. But yeah, how do you think overall it went? Oh, do we, we being very specific. Okay. I know. Um, yo, honestly, I thought it was dope. Uh, I've never did that before, to be honest. I've never yeah. met my woman best friend's man. Like I've never, that was, that was like my <laughs> yeah. first time ever doing that. I just wanted to create a space that, you know, would make you feel comfortable first and then also make him feel comfortable. You know, no judgment, no expectations, no like, you know, looking at him funny. It was just like open. It really, it definitely was. You know what I was thinking? I, I was asking myself, like, this is the first time I introduced someone to you properly. There was a time where someone I was dating introduced themselves to you. I don't know if you remember that outside of SOBs. Nah. Uh, I didn't want to name names. I'm not going to name names. It just has something to do with the watch. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Which yep. I was not ready for. That was a little awkward for me. But so, yeah, this was the first time where I properly and willingly introduced someone I was dating to you. But how important is it to you to introduce your partner to your friends? How do you, how do you feel about it first? How important do you think that is? So we talked about this offline as far as like versions of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like all my friends know different versions of me because mm -hmm. of who I was when I met them, our dynamic, what we bring out, out of one another. And I was excited for my partner to see glimpses of that, that he knows little about or didn't know anything about and now does. I think more so because I'm with someone who I want to know all of me, the good, bad, and ugly. That's why I looked at this as only like a positive experience. But I think that it's important for the people I love to know one another to however degree they feel comfortable knowing. You know, for me, it's it's not about like seeking approval or anything like that. Even actually with, with family, it's not about seeking approval. It's again, like the people I love knowing other people I love. And it's more so that with like anything big in my life, I want my friends to know about it or be a part of it. And of course, I'm open to your thoughts, everyone's thoughts, especially if these big things are only going to get bigger in the future. I get that for sure. I feel like I've kind of been against it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. No, I've, I've literally kept my personal life separate from my friendships. But that's your personal life, too. It's different, though. I think like the versions of me, you know, like we had the conversation about different versions Um people having different versions of you in, in their life. Cause it's just basically it's just from their perspective. So like they know you according to their eyes. 
which is even different from how you know you, right? Right. Or your yes. boyfriend or your mother, right? So, but I like connections that are like one-on-one. And so there's been times where it felt like I was hiding my relationship from my friends, but I just really appreciated the privacy that me and my person had with each other. And then even my friendships, like I appreciated that because I've, I've had it connect at times and it didn't necessarily go the way I wanted it to go. Cause now they just all trying to see, they trying to show off who knows me better. Interesting. And I've had moments where it's like my best friends would be like, you know, they'll say something and they, and they don't, the girl I'm dating, she doesn't know the reference point. So it's like, I thought I knew everything about you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now we just, now y'all just, now it's just ego connected to the, the meeting. Right. Yes. You understand? Where, so I've, I've, spent years trying to like keep it separate but as of late I've been wanting to introduce women to my friends because I feel like I think I just want to be normal sometimes I'm just like if it, if it all can just blur, blur and just merge I think it would be easier for me I think sometimes it's just like a you know you now I'm dealing with expectations of the woman feeling like she's 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 supposed to meet them but then she feels like she's being hidden yeah and then my friends are asking questions and I, and I remember back in the day, I used to feel like my friends would judge the women I was dating. And I didn't like the way that made me feel. So I think it was a little insecurities in my part. So I just was like, you know what? The hell with it all. I'm keeping this personal <laughs> and I'm keeping that personal or separate. There's a lot there that you said. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the last part that you said was uh, was about judgment. I feel like there, we all judge, even like subconsciously, I think so. But I think that there's... Always that like wonder of what one person is going to think of the other, especially because these people are very important in your life. So it actually goes both ways, right? Like what your partner also thinks of your friends, what your friends think of your partner. It's more so like how much does it matter is I think the key because we're all going to have our opinions, but we may not share it or we may like wait and see because at the end of the day, what's crazy is like you only get a glimpse of this person through the friend's eyes, right? And even when you do hang out, it's only like a really quick hang. So you end up leaving, maybe not even knowing more than what you came with knowing from both ends. I do think that the fear of judgment is a big one across the board. And it's more so just like how harsh the judgment is and also what you're going to do if the, you know, friends do offer judgment or your partner offers judgment. Like you ever, have you ever had your partner come to you and be like, I don't, I'm not really feeling your friends. No. And that's the interest. But I don't even <laughs> think I would even, I, I don't even think I've ever thought like that. I think it's always been like, what what, what my friends think. Cause you know, yeah, that, same. You yeah. know, like, you know, men are immature. Let's just keep it real. Like we could be super immature, especially in our early twenties, mid twenties. It's like, it's very like, um, the physical attributes versus like the things I've learned and loved about this woman, you know, that I've grown to learn. It's like all the the dope stuff that's inside, or you know what I'm saying? The mind, the soul. But the first thing you see is like the person outwardly physique, all that. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's never been important to me, but it's important to some of my friends. So I'm introducing this, you know, this girl to them. And they, I'm thinking like, they going to judge her for the cover versus like what's inside. Right. Right. so I've I've had this type of conversation with some of my closest friends. Like, yeah, y'all always judging. And then they <laughs> what was did like, they say? They was like, when have you ever did that? And I was like, oh yeah, I never did that. I never even <laughs> gave them an opportunity to 
do something. So do you think it's more so because you came in with the fear that they would it was judge? The fear. So yeah. I already like wrote the story in my in my mind. I had to apologize to them because it was like <laughs> they I've never even they've never did that before. I, I do remember that time in your life where you would want to keep your dating life, especially as it gets more serious, separate from your other like parts, personal parts of your life, which is like friendship and all that. And I do think it it went back to like, I'm assuming like fear. How much do you think culture impacts how you see this introduction of friends and a partner? I mean, it was, it was weird. I, I kind of, everything was based off how my friends, I learned that mostly from how, how it was portrayed in movies, like booty, like booty call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Like, it sounds crazy, but like... Which is how? Because I've only watched that movie once. I can't even really remember. So, Booty Call, like, you know, the Jamie Foxx character was uh, Tommy Davidson's best friend. And then Tommy Davidson had a girlfriend that was super smooth and sweet. And then her best friend, she was like, yo, she was like, basically, let's just go. I want to go out. Let's go on a double date. So, she introduced Jamie's character to Vivica, and they went on a double date. Very, very spicy interaction. <laughs> I've been in that, in those type of situations before, but I've learned all that from movies, right? Like, all right, I'm going to bring my homie along. You bring your homie in. Let's not make it awkward, right? And that's how you meet friends, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I never even thought of that, of like the double date. Well, the bl- double blind date almost is how you meet the other person's friends. Maybe so then it's not awkward, but ultimately it does become awkward depending on people's personalities. Yeah. And I think it's like a timing on like when you introduce people into, to the friend group, right? Sometimes you can introduce people way too soon. Like I've introduced women to my mom way too soon when I was younger. Two months in, I'm like, yeah, me, my mama. Like, wait, what? But why? Like, why did you choose so early on for them to meet your mom? I don't know. I thought that was what (laughs) you were supposed to do. Based off movies, like, you know, all right, this is my girl. Now you meet my mama. But it wasn't like that, right? It's like, yeah. that's almost like a privilege at this point. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is something to think about, like what part in your friendship and also what part in your relationship do you introduce one another? And I think this was, for me, a perfect time because I do see a future with this person. But it's more, it's not even like time, right? We think we talk about this a lot. It's not even like the actual time of it like two months a year blah 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 it's more so just like when things feel very for me sure sure enough for the introduction i see i like i like time frames though i think it's dope to have like six months anniversaries and then you you do like a next another step i think that shit is uh maybe because i don't do that i think it's very i admire it um because when sometimes you'll feel certain things honestly your feelings a lot of you in the heartbeat You'd be three days in, like, I think I'm going to have a baby with this person. It's like, <laughs> like, so Let for me, me... introduce them to everyone. Right, yeah. It's like, this is it. So, like, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, if we, if you were able to, say, in six months, I'll I introduce them to my friends or my, my close friend. Then in eight months, I'll introduce them to the gang. A year from now, I'll introduce them to the family at a dinner. You know what I'm saying? It's like these steps. I mean, as long as they're not rigid, right? As long as like, in my opinion, what if it's five months and you're like, I think I'm, you know, I'm ready for whatever step you think you're going to make at six months. Nah, I like the processes. I think like we should just, no, nah, because it's, <laughs> it's, you know, there's certain processes that we should put in place. You know what I'm saying? Like that is for us, you know, like for the betterment of, you know, my own life, let me 
let me put these things in place so it works. Because sometimes we, we're so flexible and not rigid that we just be going with the, you know, the ocean and the motion and all that type of stuff. And you end up someplace else, right? Like, Yeah. Have you ever not liked your friend's partner or your friends did not like your partner? They'll tell me after I, it's over. They'll be like, she wasn't for you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, thank you. Nah, like right I, after? Yeah, I get that all the time. Like, that's a fact. Like, they be like, nah, she wasn't. She wasn't. Do it. you want that? I think that's also a question of like, do you want your friends to tell you the truth? And also, would you want your partner to tell you the truth of what they think of your friends? I feel like that one's a little bit more sensitive. Well, it's. I think it's how you introduce your partner, you know, to your friends. Like, you can always tell when somebody's, uh, when that friend is talking shit about that friend based off of how you, how that person is introduced, right? So like, yeah, you know, you introduce your boyfriend to me. Imagine if he was like, oh, you, right? <laughs> that I'm like, wait, wait, what? What that mean? <laughs> oh, no, eh? <laughs> like, okay, then that, well, means, that means there have been conversations that's already set in a tone. Right, right. About a person. So even in what I've learned about my relationships, you know, you got to watch what you tell your friends about your relationship. Because sometimes yes. you'll, lock, you'll just focus on the bad. You know, you'll only share when it's bad. So then when it's good, you're not sharing. So then why would they like, why would they like him or her? Yeah, no, I, we talk about this a lot offline and it's been kind of conversation throughout our friendship of like, we have to be very mindful of what we speak about the other person, especially the person that we're dating. And I think that, yeah, we tend to speak more about the bad to like vent or to get advice. And then the good times we don't share because we're living in that, which makes sense, but there's some sort of balance. So you get a little bit more of a fuller picture of this person. Exactly. So then when you, when you turn around and you, you get back with this person and y'all get over it, it's not going to make sense to the friends. And I think for years I've been like that where, you know, I like express this, you know, like, oh yeah, she was this, that, and the third. And then I'm not even talking about the good stuff. And then now I'm, I'm fighting for her when I'm having conversations with y'all. I'm sitting here like, nah, she really a good person. Trust me. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I now, now I look weird. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not into none of that type of stuff. So I think like if I'm going to speak on the person, then I'm going to make sure it's, it's important to me and the intention is right. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. 
Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I think what's, what's interesting is when friends don't think that your partner is for you. Like not even like who they are as humans, but like the fit. I was thinking of shows or things I've watched and I don't know if you watch what we do in the shadows, but it's more so like a, a comedy and they're all vampires mostly. Mm. But there's an instance where one of the vampires, Nandor, keeps going back to this to his girlfriend, who's like a mix of like a vampire and werewolf. So ultimately they really can never be together. But his other friends that are vampires are just like, they do not like her. And it's like funny, right? But I I also thought of the fact that like, Sometimes what if you're not a good fit and your friends see that and you don't? Yeah. Who who would you trust? Your friends or the, or the dude or the boo? I mean, I think that I would trust my friends. It also depends which friends. Because <laughs> there's some friends right, that know you a little bit better than others. But it also depends how long, how long does, does your partner know you? Like, how much do they know of you? I think, I, again, like I'm open to everyone's thoughts. But there is no like some seeking approval or, or one answer is what's going to, you know, begin or end any type of friendship or relationship. I'll take everything into consideration. But it's the same with like meeting my brothers. Like mm. their their say is very, very important to me. And if they or even you are like, I don't know about this person as far as like it being a fit for who you are. It's something I would definitely think about. Yeah, I don't think I would say that unless I knew more about the the person. You wouldn't, right? Yeah, like I, I don't know about other people. Yeah, I would have to personally like if it was for you, like and I met homie, I would have to be like, uh, you know, get to know know him a little bit and be like, I don't know. But that's why I said like certain things you got to put in place. You know, like take your time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You did mention that like your friends have told you like, nah, this isn't it as far as like women. How? Like, how much do you take that and do something about it? Uh, that happened not too long ago. You know, I'm single. So <laughs> being on hinge, honestly, right, is yeah. a process because, like, you're just you're dating so many. Well, you're not even dating. You're, like, trying to get to know so many different people. And depending on what they say might open you up. You know what I'm saying? So I've had friends be like, you deserve better than that. And... Recently, like as of, as of last week, yeah. someone told me like you deserve more. 
Which is wild, though, because you guys are going off of a, a profile, like yeah. a photo and maybe a, a couple words of this person. You mentioned that, like, you really didn't know what to initiate the conversation with. And that was kind of a, a bit of a personal, like, flag for you where, like, I'm not really, you know, you're not you weren't really that excited to, like, spark right. this conversation with this person, which I think is that is very fair. Right. If that interest is not there in the beginning, I think it's more so of like how much of what someone of your friends say impacts you actually like being with someone or not being with someone. Yeah, I think it's sometimes they can see the things that you can't because you're in the relationship. So you, you're so close to it that you you can't see it. I can see it, especially in in men. You know, what I'm saying I think I've had conversations. I've decoded what a man said to you in the past. Like, yes, yo, yes. this is what he mean. He's bullshitting. Like, I've been able to say that or say. This is what he means. Give him some space, right? I think it's it's a way, but when you're in things, right, sometimes you really can't see it. You know, you can't see, you can't decipher it. It all looks, you know, sexy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just don't want there to be like regret from anyone's part if you end something based off what someone else said. Like, I think you ultimately have to come to that decision on your own. But mm -hmm. again, like people can be influenced by what other people say, especially if those people that are talking are, are very close to you. Yeah, see, I trust my gut for the most part. I think sometimes I have a moment where I forget my value and my worth. That's where I listen, you know? When yeah. my friends are not, they're not saying like, you, they ain't shit. They're saying, you are this. You are beautiful. This you is are, about you, not this the other about person. You. It's not like, yo, that person is not good for you. It's like, yo, Steve, know your worth. Yeah. They'll tell me that and I'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot I got worth. <laughs> value it sounds crazy Aww, no i no. know but it's true i know it's true you know you spend enough time alone with your thoughts you forget like yeah. oh other thoughts take over yeah sometimes darker ones yeah you legit forget who you are you know what i'm saying that happens to the best of us you know what i'm saying i don't care how you know optimistic you you can be like you let one hour go by of feeling you know lonely and that shit turns into your future you know what i'm saying yeah. You saying that, speaking of this ex-girlfriend, which I I did meet, I remember there was a proper introduction, which was very chill. I think that we like, it, we were out already walking. I think you were with her and I was already out walking. So we just met up. But thinking of that, something I hadn't considered that seems small that I considered this time when introducing my partner with my friends was the atmosphere, the environment of like, dinner might be too much. Maybe let's just do drinks or... You know, something with you is just like your apartment is a very chill space and it's also very welcoming. Right. And it's just like, all right, so maybe we'll just swing by, say hi, all that. How much of like the atmosphere do you take into consideration or how much do you think people should even consider that when introducing friends? Yeah, I think the I definitely think the space is important. And then it also the friend that, you know, that opens it up to meet other friends because mm -hmm. you can you can introduce the wrong friend too soon and then they might make the partner uncomfortable moving forward and meeting other friends like is this how all your friends are <laughs> it's been like that sometimes so like there, i did have that experience where i'm just like i don't know if it was too soon to meet this friend right. i might have needed to give him a little bit more background before the introduction but again it, i think it was a glimpse of me within that friendship but yeah, yeah. that's true my my icebreaker is uh, quasi. Quasi is like the 
the, the first one. friend. Yeah, I can introduce her to him, and they'll be like, "He's a good." It's always been like, "He's great." I'm, y'all like similar. <laughs> I see it. I'm like, "Yeah, Quas, thank you." I mean, I think that like first impression reviews is what you usually see like in pop culture. Like you either see right the friends having very drastic reactions or reviews, like, "Oh, they're the one," or they're the worst. <laughs> like, is there anything you remember watching? or hearing of it being like that, where like the first impression was not, was either too great or too bad. Like again, booty call. It's like they hated <laughs> each, his name is, I think his name was Buns. Vivica hated Jamie's character. Like they hated each other at first. Right. Yeah. And Tommy Davidson's character was like, she, his, his girl was like, how could you be friends with him? He's terrible, but he just being himself. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, and they eventually they got they end up getting together, but it's I think it's like um, it takes time to actually get to know somebody. You know, you can't just yeah. make assumptions in the thirty minutes and say, "Yo, this is how that person is." It's like there's so many layers to people, right? I mean, you're getting like a snapshot of someone, yeah. if that, because the hangs are usually you know short, and again, like your partner or your friends may leave only knowing what they came with. So there's so much more to know and love from each person. I think of, um, I don't know if we talked about this, of like Love is Blind. This past season, there was this couple, Micah and Paul, and there was an episode where like everyone kind of meets the, their partner's friends mm-hmm. and Paul met Micah's friend. And there was one girl that's just like, no. Mind you, they were all kind of drunk, but she was so adamant of him not being it. Him not being it, period, and him not being it for her. And she was trying, like, you could see her trying to, like, convince her, like, no, no, like, he's great, blah, blah, blah. But he was also kind of standoffish. And I think the minute that he felt those vibes, he's like, no, I'm good then. And just, like, (laughs) and walked away. And I think went to, like, the restroom or get another drink. So I think it's interesting of, like, these first impressions do have an impact, but how much of an impact? Thankfully, you guys gave me good reviews, so I don't have to worry about that this go around. Of course, of course. (laughs) <laughs> shout, shout out to him <laughs> that, that is true that's all him that has nothing to do with, with me um, how do you feel when you are the partner being introduced yeah, that's, just, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation oh, I, that's so funny I don't even think about that because I know how usually I do well you know I'm, I'm, I'm the same way I'm like Yo, you, you cannot there's no way you're going to know whether I'm a cool person or, or, or a dick in, you, you in an hour you think so for one, I'm mad shy, right? In real life. Like I'm very quiet. I'm very observant. So I'm just minding my business in the midst of meeting people. I'm like, oh, what's up? Nice to meet you. And then I will definitely fade to the wall and mind my business over there. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. It has to yeah. feel like a safe place. And I think like like you said, um, it's important to uh, the setting, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the last time I, uh, damn, Anyway, so the last time I was, <laughs> you got a little uh, flashback. <laughs> yeah, well, I will say this right: the last time I dated someone that was consistent, right? One of my friends introduced me to her. They were so cool. Outside of even dating her, they invited me to to a, a game night, right? And I got to know all her friends. Wait, was this the bowling situation yeah, I didn't you talked about? Bowling, oh, I'm sorry, that's very I'm sorry, because then it can we could take this out. Okay, go no, ahead. We can leave it. Let's leave that joint. Leave it. <laughs> You just trying to be spicy. (laughs) Okay. So yes. But that was a, I think that was really cool because it was like, they set me up to win and, you know, not even just in bowling, I actually kicked their ass, but just as far as like, 
you know, getting to know me. It felt, I felt very comfortable. They didn't make me feel uncomfortable. But again, it was like one of my homies, he, you know, that's my good friend. That's her best friend. So it made it easy for me to get in tune with the family, her friendship family. So friendship it was dope. Family. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I know that when I met my boyfriend's friends, the one time, I mean, I've only met two of his friends at the same time. And I was, I was nervous that I would come off as like mean or rude because I, I'm already a shy person to begin with. Introverted. I don't even want to be out the house to begin with, but not only you got to like pull yourself out of your comfort zone. I mean, with every situation, facts. but I think that that's something I thought of. I'm like, I can't be, it's just weird. I'm just like, I could be myself, but I can't be all of myself because usually I would be quiet and shy and not talk much. And I think that's how it was in the beginning, but I try to make more of an effort to be a little bit more outgoing. And anyways, I think, you know, being a journalist, asking questions comes a little naturally. So in this case, it works to my advantage because I get curious and want to know about the other person. But yeah, I feel like there was a little bit of fear of like, Ugh, I don't want to come off a certain way that might actually be in me anyways. Absolutely. I mean, you're a Libra, so. Okay. I don't know what that means in this case. I but... feel it, but you know, Libras. You, feel <laughs> me? you just said that to say that. But do you think that you're naturally like you're just a shy, like if you're in your, your most comfort, comfortable space, right? you know, with your closest friends, you think you're shy and quiet? I am quiet. Yeah. And even with your friends, your closest friends? This is you telling me that I'm not quiet, huh? No, I, I just want, I'm just asking the question. I think I'm a little bit more in like a chill level. Okay. And like, I think I get a little bit more quieter and introspective. So, yes. I remember you mentioned, I think a while back of like your friends or your partner getting a little too comfortable when they meet. I don't think I've ever thought of that. Of like, what happens if they get a little too comfortable? What if they even like become friends outside of our friendship? How yeah. do you feel about that? I mean, I'm cool with it. I think it, it and within time, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like you giving your boyfriend my number and he's, he just texts me like, yo, just checking in, bro. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I'm going to hit you and be like, yo, you know, you just hit me. Like, what's going on? <laughs> So I think it takes time to get to that place. And that's why I said like, there's these like process, you know, it's like. I think you're like, I think there are temp poles for you, like different marks. Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, at some point, all right, he should have my number just in case, God forbid, anything ever happened. He's able to reach out to me type stuff. So. Yeah. Do you think you, we need to keep that in mind when introducing friends of like the danger of them getting a little too close and we get excluded from the equation? No, nah, I think that's ego. You know, mm. they ain't really got nothing to do. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trip at all. I would be like, oh, it's a smooth. That means they all getting along. Especially if like, if I'm being intentional and this is the person that I plan on spending the rest of my life with, yeah. then I feel like you would want that to happen. You know, to me, that's both of them understanding boundaries, you know, like yes. them understanding the person right in the middle of that, like boundaries, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right. Yeah. Within reason, like I know Steve yeah. wouldn't like this i did it you know i think like on that same note i did appreciate that you and my boyfriend did hang out together without me and it was arranged by you two right like i didn't bring it up and i appreciate that you guys were both making the effort but it was also a very like organic thing like i'll be yeah. here do you want to come out blah 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 but i think that's the thing is like you have to i would think that you have to feel sure enough of this person 
Because then if not, that's when like, I think you could be easily influenced by what people think or things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you think the goal is for there to be like friends together? As in like, is there a time where the partner becomes like really ingrained in the friend group? Like, is the goal for your partner to be a part of the friend group? Nah, nah. Because again, like, if I'm speaking for myself, it, it was, it would be them to have a, all have a relationship, but also understand that I'm private, you know, like I think it's different strokes for different folks. Like for me, I'm private. So I wouldn't even be with my friend group all together. Like they'd be rarely all together at one time. I'm usually individually with certain people. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so I would hope that I'm dating someone that understands that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think of that when it comes to like social media, at least for me, that there are certain things that you do that I do keep private off of social media, but it's more so to be respectful and also keep that like intimacy between you and this other person. But yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know, man. No, I'm joking. Not nothing. Nothing. Else. I was like, was this a lot for you? The way you said that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, this was a, this was a, a, an interesting topic. It's real life. This is really happening right it's now. Really, it's real yes. time. I can't wait to meet another important woman in your life. Oh my God. It's going to be such an amazing thing. Ladies, his Instagram handle is at Steven Othello. Uh Same as his Twitter. He is single. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll meet you soon (laughs) if things go right with him. And my Finsta is room 112 where the players dwell. Uh, On that note, uh, (laughs) could you imagine that? You should see if that one's available. That handle's available. Um, But thank you for talking to me. And thank you to everyone for listening. If you have any thoughts or feels about introducing your partner to your friends, email us at whataboutyourfriendspod at gmail.com. Talk to you next week. Peace, peace. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.